This is Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. We're once again recording at Nutmeg with our engineer Frank Verderosa. And Paul Rayburn is trying to answer a question we asked him a year ago. <laughs> Any luck on that question? <laughs> I'm getting very close. Yeah. Very close. I appreciate that. Colossal obsessions. And this is part two of One Hit Wonders from other... Media. Yes. 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 That rolled off your tongue. So, <laughs> so nicely. <laughs> and to commend you <laughs> on that. I'll give a little backstory. We were, I was researching, we've been doing one hit wonders and I was, uh, to replace the ones that were lost, not by Frank before you jump, <laughs> before you jump all over <laughs> poor Frank. Um, I was doing a little research on the year 1974 and, and on Wikipedia, there's all kinds of great stuff about one hit wonders. And I stumbled onto this, this fun, uh, list of people who were not musicians who made the billboard charts over the years, talk show hosts, actors, Senators, we did. We had uh, Everett Dirksen, Everett who Dirksen. was a senator. Lauren Green. Talk show, some, yes, yeah. Lauren Green. Go, go back Bonanza. and listen to part one. Uh, you have to go back and listen <laughs> to part one. And I, I thought we'd uh, get it into one episode. We didn't because Gilbert <laughs> broke into song about 12 times. Um, and how your voice, your voice must be elastic. How your voice survives you doing Mom's Mabley for 20 minutes. And what was the one before that? Oh, well, what was the Bill Cosby doing Mandy? Well, and, and I did a full medley of Gary Lewis oh, and incredible. the how do you? How does your voice bounce hey, back? Ah. Is it because you've trained it as an instrument uh, yes, all of these years? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <I like it. laughs> So we're going to do part two of this, which is just a list arbitrarily broken into two halves. And uh, we ended with George Maris. So if you if you didn't listen to episode one, shame on you. Go back and do that. Toot sweet. Um, here we go. Um, oh, and my documentary's Gilbert. Yes. You want to throw in something about and, the documentary. And, and Howard Stern said it was great. He did. He did. Yeah. They that they, they they wrestled over what the title was a yes. little bit. Oh, you, of course. you heard the clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we should have Neil. Dara, we should have Neil come on the show, come on a mini episode and talk about the uh about the film. So uh we'll we'll put that into the works. In the meantime, here's part two of this one hit wonders from other media. Uh and again, the first list was did not go in chronological order, so we won't do that here either. We'll just jump around and then we'll call Paul in. Uh, as needed. Let's try to make it as simple as possible. Okay. <laughs> uh, the song, uh, Gilbert, number seven, uh, November of 1959, uh, the song was called Deck of Cards. Do you have any, any idea who the singer might be? Ooh. I'll give you a hint. He's a future Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal Podcast guest. Newly booked. Oh, oh, not Nor- Norman Lear? Nope. No. I, I would have loved if Norman Lear <laughs> made the charts. Been, uh, not Bob Burns. <laughs> I'd love that, too, uh, if Bob Burns. <laughs> he's, oh, uh, uh, nope, not him either. Game show host Wink Martindale. Oh, my God. Did you know this song? Yeah. Deck of Cards. Wink Martindale, who oh. knew Elvis and dabbled as a singer. Oh, wow. Charted in November of 1959. This next one, of course, you do know. Uh, November, August 1978, it went to number 17. Of course, everybody knows this. The song was King Tut. 
King oh, Tut. Steve Martin. That's of right. Course. That's right. Uh, joining the list of comedians that charted, uh, that made the Billboard charts, joining Jerry Lewis, who was in our last episode, uh, Moms Mabley, and Bill Cosby. So maybe we'll do a whole separate show down the line of comedians who made the Billboard charts <laughs> and break this down. And here's another two. Bill Cosby also had time in New England took me away <laughs> oh rocky beaches and you by the way <laughs> the thought of me holding you bringing us near oh tell me when will I touch you when I see you close. When will this long And when will I see you? Hold you. Again. We have no shot in hell of getting Barry Manilow on this show. And again, that's what I said about Jimmy Webb, and we lucked out, right? What's with the Barry Manilow? These are these. Everybody's only covered Bill Barry Manilow. Cosby, <laughs> uh, in particular, why? Stuff, and 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 Barry Manilow <laughs> recently sent Bill Cosby a cease and desist. <laughs> send us one. Now I don't want to hear his version of Copacabana. What other? I'll go. I said don't. I know the words. I can hear the words coming out of my mouth. What other song had the lyrics, When Will I See You Again? Well, how about When Will I See You Again by The Three Degrees? The Three Degrees. Precious moments. Of course, precious moments. When Will I See You Again? Who do you think you're dealing with, pal? I stand. If if listeners understand, I'm sitting in front of, you know, ominous gentleman right in front of me i'm like i feel like i'm in the interrogation room here <laughs> and i'm just trying to do a little honest right. research you're in an eight by ten sweatbox adolf eichmann said the same yeah. thing you know? and yeah. he, he was wearing headphones I, too I, I begin to know what he felt like <laughs> and, and, and when he was wearing the headphones and for no reason at all he started going oh my which understandably disrupted the proceedings. Yes. <laughs> if I've heard one Adolf Eichmann doing Bill Cosby singing Mandy bit, I've heard a hundred. <laughs> but none better. No, none, none better. better. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my pancreas hurts. <laughs> back to uh, back to the list. Here's Two more comedians who charted. Uh, the song is called Take Off. Take Off. Mar- <laughs> number 16. Went to number 16 in March of 1982. If I said take off you hosers, would that help you know who I was talking about? Or made a reference to back bacon? <laughs> oh. Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis. Oh, okay. Yes, the song was uh, from, uh, I believe, from the, the, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Featuring Getty Lee from Rush. Featuring Getty Lee from Rush. Very good, Frank. Frank knows his onions. <laughs> um, okay, here's one that I do have queued up, and I hope this one throws you, and I have a feeling it will. Uh, number 24 was its peak position, uh, October of 1957. Uh, the song is called Moonlight Swim. Ooh. Frankie? <laughs> 
within each other's reach will be on a moonlight swim. Let's go on a moonlight swim to the raft we can raise. Now if you get if you get this one, I will blow you right okay. here in the chair. Well, you gotta earn it. <laughs> if if I if I don't get it, can I still fuck you in the ass? <laughs> Literally or figuratively, the way you've been doing it for three years. I'm, I'm going to step out for a couple of minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> getting, Anal is for clothes. Really warm in there. <laughs> and Frank chimes in with a Glenn Gary, Glenn yes. Ross. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now back to the show. Uh, you'll never get this, but I'll give you a hint. Um, he was very, very good friends with the composer Stephen Sondheim. They wrote a movie together called "The Last of Sh- uh, the La- the uh, The Last of Sheila." That that had to do with the Fatty Arbuckle thing, didn't it? No, it was no, a, no it was about it was a, a mystery set on a uh, set on a cruise. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see another hint about him. Was he, Raquel Welch in? Last she might have been. Yeah. He played a baseball player who ran the bases backwards in a movie called Fear Strikes Out. Oh, oh, Anthony Perkins. Very good. Who you mistakenly mentioned on the previous show. You said Anthony Perkins when you were trying to say Anthony Quinn. That's right. That charted. <laughs> and here you go. I don't think that Anthony Quinn ever charted, but he is on Golden Throats. Anthony Perkins, Moonlight Swim, number you know, 24. When I hear you know, a song, he, he, he wasn't bad. Not bad, right? No. Who'd you think it was? I had no idea, but he uh, that surprises me. Well, my, my reaction was, maybe there are some rocks that we shouldn't overturn. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of them? That might be one of them. Um, <laughs> see what you can find us about Anthony Perkins' recording career. Okay. I don't, if it was just a single, if he put out an album. Um, just watched him, by the way, in Murder on the Orient Express, which I've talked about oh, on, yeah. repeatedly on the show. Um, I, I, when I used to work concessions in the Broadway theaters, uh-huh. uh, they used to have Richard Burton and Equus. Oh, sure. And, and for about a week, Richard Burton was off and Anthony Perkins. Did you get to meet him? Uh, no, I never met Perkins. Pretty no. cool. What did you do in those Broadway theaters? I just, uh, used to, uh, sell like the, uh, the fruit drinks and the t-shirts wow. and all that crap. And I, what I remember is, after a while, we started to, like, overcharge for it. And then we would do quick math and, you know, scrape off the top. <laughs> That's nice. This is a heartwarming yes, tale. Yes. tale. <laughs> so, Anthony Perkins... Uh, first of all, the baseball player in Fear Strikes Out. Jimmy Pearsall. Jimmy Pearsall, excellent. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and as as spoken Carl, about with Artie Lang on a previous And episode. I think Carl Malden was his father. Very good. Yes. Very good. So after that movie in 57 and 58, 
He released three albums, and the reason you didn't know it was Anthony Perkins is because he went as Tony Perkins. Well, everybody, yeah. Of course. I would have gotten it. Yeah. I would have gotten it Tony Perkins, too. That would have really thrown me. Moonlight Swim peaked at number 24 in 1957. He also showcased his musical talents in the 1958 film The Matchmaker with Shirley Booth and Shirley MacLaine. Two Shirleys. Two Shirleys. I don't know that film. Do you know that film, The Matchmaker? I the title sounds familiar, but I don't really. Sounds like know. it's something we should know. Yeah. I well, I want to recommend The Last of Sheila, which is a fun uh, a fun puzzle movie. I'd say uh, Perkins acting Perkinson. acting career did far exceeded his singing career. <laughs> oh sure, as 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 is true of a lot of people on the list, including right. Lauren Green. Oh, and then remember <laughs> and, uh, Keith Carradine. There, there was that movie Mahogany with Diana Ross. Yes. Yeah. And and is he Billy, in that? Bill, yeah, yeah. He plays a crazy guy. Tony Perkins court. is in that one too. And Billy D. Williams is in it. Yes, Billy D. Williams would be interesting for this show, wouldn't he? He Ask could, him about Bingo Long, the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars oh, and Motor that's Kings. that's right. That's a movie I like. And, and, uh... With Richard Pryor. The very young Richard Pryor. And James Earl Jones. Oh, and let's not forget... Da, 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 oh, da. Brian's song. Yes. Sure. <laughs> very good. Jimmy Kahn also would be good for this show. Oh, he'd be and great. I, somebody sent me a picture of you and Jimmy Kahn horsing around. I'm calling him Jimmy, like I hang out with a yeah. guy at the. Yeah, at the, well, at the I actually at the, horse around. Do you? Yeah. Do you remember this? There's a I, photograph. Somebody put it up on the Listener Society of you and James Kahn goofing around. And I'm thinking, again, you bastard, why don't you call James Kahn? <laughs> Get him to come in here. <laughs> what are you holding out on me? I'm, I'm still waiting to call Madeline Khan. Oh, you're yeah, a little... <laughs> you know? yeah, I met uh, uh, James Khan years ago. You think he'll take your call? <laughs> he was just here. They just had the Godfather reunion at Radio oh, City. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we should have crashed that. As part of Tribeca. Okay, uh, speeding this Why? along. Do you think James Conn had something to do with Godfathers? <laughs> well, you know, Gianni Russo and James Conn have a feud going. Have you seen this? Because Johnny told us that, that in the fight scene that James Conn broke his ribs, kicked him in the ribs, and oh, broke, yeah. broke a couple of his ribs. And apparently, I don't know, the feud has continued since 1972. And Gianni Russo said that Francis Ford Coppola offered him any part he wants. Right, including in Connie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we love you, John. He yes. was our second guest on the show. Number 14, August of 1981, a cover of It's Now or Never, of Elvis's It's Now or Never, which is really of solo mio. Uh, the actor was John Schneider from, from uh, Dukes of Hazard. Oh, wow. Covered, went to number 14. Uh, I think you know this song, Gil. Uh, April of 1977, there was some uh, discussion about the year of this song on a previous episode. Yeah. It went to number one. The actor was David Soul. Don't <laughs> give up on us, baby. Don't make the wrong seem right. The future isn't just one night. It's written in the moonlight, suspended on the stars. We can change ours. Don't give up on us, baby. There you go. Don't make the wrong seem 
Now, did I just repeat that? That's one? okay. <laughs> you got the, we got the idea. Number one hit for David oh, Soul. We're still worth one. <laughs> oh my God. More try. Can't we get a last, last one, one by? You know, the well, angel <laughs> and the dreamer <laughs> who sometimes plays the fool. Something like that. Yeah, something. When your wife complains that the mini episodes are going past 25 yeah. minutes, <laughs> will you tell her the reason? Would you explain the reason why? Now, the controversy was, with that, was that 76 or 77? Well, it charted in the U.K. in 76. I, I double-checked you, and then, And then in the, in, in the U.S. in yeah. 77. David Soule. From, from, what was David Soul's series before Starsky and Hutch, Ooh. Mr. Smarty Pants? <laughs> oh, jeez. With uh, with uh, 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 her name just ran out of my head. With uh, Bridget, ah, oh, God damn it! I'll have to have Paul look this up. Bobby Sherman. They were brothers. Ooh. The show took place in Seattle. In fact, that was the theme song. Here come the brides. Here come oh. the brides. You remember that? You remember that show? No, but I remember Bobby Sherman. Julie, 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 oh, do you love me? Oh, don't kill that one. I love it. <laughs> we got to get Bobby Sherman. Oh, what was that other song? He had Easy Come, Easy Go. Oh. Uh, I'm taking, taking it, it slow. slow. I'm I'm just thought that I was number, number one. one. I ought to know. know. Easy come. come. In easy go. I had the single. She wasn't kind. <laughs> I wasn't smart. I lost my mind and fell apart. Now I can find myself in time. Now I can start all over again. I'm taking my time. Bobby Sherman. Dara is standing outside the booth ready to pull the plug. Waving her arms. We're going to fly through these. Uh, Number three, February of 88, Patrick Swayze with She's Like the Wind. Uh, How about Respect Yourself? Number five, 1987, a cover of the Staples Singers, Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce geez. Willis. Yep. Is that when he was Bruno? Yes. <laughs> he was Bruno. Okay, this one's queued up. Frankie. Uh, the song is called Naturally Stoned, and it just made it into the charts at number 40 in Stone. Boy, you can't listen to that without moving your feet. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's catch some catchy shit. <laughs> 1968, Gil. Want to guess? Oh, can I get some kind of a clue? You want a clue? Uh, you should buy a vowel. Oh. But buy the vowel in the 70s, not, not in the last 25 years. Oh, jeez. I believe he was married to Joanne Flug. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Joanne? Wow. You remember Joanne Flug? That she used to be on 
all of those variety and, and game shows, talk shows and game shows. Right, I believe she was married to this man, the singer of Naturally Stone, and our listeners are way ahead of us by now. Name in a million years. What if I said Ruta Lee? Have you heard that oh, name in a million yeah. years? Oh God. Uh, okay, um, the singer is Chuck Woolery. Wow. The original host of Wheel, wow. of Wheel of Fortune. How about that? And we'll have to get Joanne Flug on the show. We'll have to get Joanne Flug. They had Frankie finds a Wheel of Fortune clip. Oh, yes, love a connection. tired of being a gentleman. Yesterday, he showed us which of these women he chose as his date. Some of us remember Chuck Woolery from the, from the early days before Love Connection from the 70s. But did you know he charted? They called they called the group the Avant Garde. Yeah, tell us about it. And see, it was they had three singles in 1967 and 1968. Uh, different session musicians. It wasn't really a band. It was session musicians each time. Oh, there you go. Naturally stoned, which hit number 40, as you said, and Fly with Me was also after that apparently successful. Despite the success, they never released a full album. There you... I, I hate to bring the show down like that. That's okay. That's good information. <laughs> so, so far, two game show hosts, Wink Martindale and Chuck Woolery, both have the distinction of ba- of making the well, billboard Well, a lot charts. of other game show hosts listening to this episode are going to try their hand, perhaps. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, here's a song. We'll get through this. We only have a couple of minutes left. Uh, Jim Henson. Jim Henson, Muppeteer Jim Henson, hit the billboard top 40 twice. Uh, September 70, uh, number 16, you have sung this song on the show. Oh. And that is Ernie, as Ernie, what song did he chart with? Uh, oh, uh, oh it's a, it ain't easy being green. Nope, Rubber no, Ducky. No, that was, oh, oh, Rubber, rubber ducky. ducky, you're the one. <laughs> you make bedtime lots of fun. Oh, Rubber Ducky, I'm all so proud of you. That sounded I'm so like, fond of you. It sounded a little like Bernie Sanders, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> and he charted again six years, uh, nine years later, um, as Kermit the Frog. I know you know this song was written by one of our favorite people. Oh, okay, yes. and and he'll be sung by one of our favorite people, <laughs> Paul Williams. <laughs> Why? Are there so many songs <laughs> about rainbows and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. Rainbows have nothing to hide. So many people <laughs> refuse to believe it. I know the wrong wait and see. One day we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I have tears in my eyes. Oh, I hope Paul. I hope Paul is listening. Paul, Paul has Paul got his lawyer Williams, on speed dial. Paul Williams came to my documentary, Gilbert. And what happened? And what in front of a in front of a pack theater? Oh, what okay. did you do? I you, I <laughs> I told him because he hates when I do this. So naturally, you did. So I I did uh, my favorite routine. 
Paul Williams fucking Shirley Temple. Oh, poor Paul. Oh, oh, Shirley, Shirley. Oh, oh, your pussy's so wet. Oh, stick your big dick in me, Paul. If you thought Paul squirmed when, when you did it on the show... You should have seen the poor man in a, in a packed movie theater. He was in the first row. <laughs> yeah. So the couldn't entire escape. theater he couldn't of escape. like about a thousand people were all staring oh, at we were, him. I was so, sitting with Lewis Black and we were screaming. He, he took oh, it God. in the sense that it was intended. Oh, yo, he was. He went with it. He's, he's, so, he's, such, a, he's such a sport. We'll wrap this up. So the, the last couple I have here are... Uh, let her in. Let her in. Uh, reach number ten in nineteen seventy six. Gonna let her in. Does this mean anything to you? Oh wait, wait, wait. It's a John Travolta. Oh, that's right. Yep, that's right. Yep. And uh, just a couple. I'll throw a couple more out. I think Andy Griffith charted in nineteen fifty five. I forgot the name of the song. Uh, Paul can find that for us. Shelley Fabrace with Johnny Angel. Oh, another actress who charted. I am told even Robert Mitchum at one point made the Billboard charts, and maybe Paul will look that up for us because I was running out of my office. Uh, but we'll close with this. And uh, this is the bonus song, and it went to number 83. Not the top 40, but it yeah, made it into yeah, the top okay. 100. That's something. In 1983, I think you'll know it. I'd pay him all right now, but last who oh, goes to rush Oh, jeez. Wow. Robin Rodney. Wow. <laughs> How about that? 1983. Wow. Yeah. Why did you never, uh, in, in all your years, why did you never do a, a rap record? I don't know. Rappin' Gilbert or uh, rapping. Oh, you know, that which this reminds me of another comedian we left out. Who's that? Uh, uh, it's good to be the king. Oh yes, Mel. Did Mel Brooks chart with that song? I, I think Mel Brooks was was definitely singing on it. Well, Eddie Murphy charted with the party all the time. Yeah. We didn't mention that one either. Oh, I can't understand it. Just why you wanna hurt me <laughs> after all that I've done for you? You stay out at night oh, when we go out dancing. What am I supposed to do? Cause my girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. So you don't want Eddie my on the show girl either. Wants to party all the time. She parties all the time. She parties all the time. I'm out of bullets. Okay, that's all I got. Andy Andy Griffith. Yeah, what was the song? Had an album called Sings Favorite Old Time Songs, which included the great hit. The flop-eared mule. Okay, <laughs> sure. I'm that was sure on the I back of the been. alphabets box. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so that's it. There was okay. an episode called Mayberry on record. I okay, think, we'll put out it. to our fans uh, and our listeners because we know there are other non-musicians who charted, and uh, feel free to send them in, and we'll talk about them on a future show. Mr. Gottfried, yes. Shall we wrap? Hi. 
Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, and this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. Once again, recorded at Nutmeg with our engineer Frank Verderosa and our completely meaningless person who sits here. Uh, oh, like, I wouldn't say completely. Like, like he's fucking homeless, Paul Rayburn. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Gilbert. It takes three, Paul. It takes a village. 